Hi friends, this is Dr. Frajana. I hope you guys are doing well. Today I'm going to be talking to you about something quite interesting, right? Quite interesting. It's about South Asian toxic family weddings. South Asian toxic family weddings. What does it look like, right? And some solutions if you are in this type of dynamic, okay? So unfortunately, if you uh, some of the negative dynamics in certain South Asian homes and it's you know it's not that it's quite prevalent you know is there's a lot of competitive behavior a lot of favoritism right a lot of exclusion right in these types of families okay and unfortunately family ties are very super on a very superficial level, right? Again, this is not for every South Asian family, right? This is for some South Asian families. It's more prevalent than you think, right? And it exists and no one really talks about it and no one really knows how to deal with it. And this toxic dynamic continues on for generations. <laughs> and then it's sometimes passed on to the cousins and, and, and so on right so what does it look like okay so basically in these types of families if there's a big family event right there's some type of somebody's getting excluded right purposefully uh then then you have the aunt that's the bully the bully aunt who pretends like she's this really nice person this really giving person but she's the one who's making sure people are being excluded right in a very manipulative way right and then you have other people where there's like little cliques within the family i'm talking about the extended family little cliques right and favoritism is just uh just brewed throughout the childhood right so some people get priority some people don't some cousins get and then there's that other aspect of competitiveness where the that you know you they set up the the aunts and uncles set up a tone where there's so much competitiveness within the, the family within the cousins where whose husband drives a better car who's married to a better guy, meaning who has a better profession, right? So this competitiveness is just the baseline of this entire family dynamic, right? And it is so toxic. And then you go to these family weddings and it's an ego fest. It's basically an ego fest. Everybody's coming in like, hmm, look at my husband. Look at my wife. Look at the car we're pulling in with, right? And it's just a, basically an ego fest. It's not a spiritual event, maybe 10%. It's more of just look at me. Look at how much success I've accrued versus your child, right? And, and, and again, the, it starts from the first generation it was passed down to the second generation and unfortunately some of it's going to be passed down to the third generation and i want you to be very aware of this that this dynamic is not normal if you're in these south asian families and this is occurring this is not normal behavior right this does not this isn't normal don't normalize it so what are some solutions that you can do use when this this is occurring right and these types of if let's say you are attending a you know you're in this type of extended family right? Extremely number one, the solution is call out the behavior, right? Hold people accountable, right? They're not, what, what, what it is, is that because if you in these types of cultural dynamics, if you hold an elderly accountable, 
it, it, you look like the bad guy because it's like you're disrespecting them because you actually were assertive or you spoke up. Your voice is used as a as a weapon, meaning in the sense of like, oh, she's so disrespectful. He is so disrespectful because he expressed a need, right? So it's extremely important to break those cultural bar- negative ca- cultural barriers and speak up, right? Like call it out. Okay, that's number one. Number two, if you see that that's not working, there's always like a hierarchy. There's somebody like in the family that's a, a elderly aunt, right? Or elderly uncle. So you want to like bring it up to that member, family member as well. Because remember, people who manipulate and exclude and reject others, they don't like to be, it's about the image because they still want to hold their giving and loving persona. So the way to handle this is to call them out in a, in a more bigger group, right? So then they're going to obviously either change their behavior, right, or cover it up. So again, call out the behavior directly with the person. If that, secondly, if you see that behavior continues, um, speak to somebody in the hierarchy of the family. If that doesn't work, call it out on a bigger level in the sense of, and more to the bigger, all the aunts and uncles, right? Right, just make it a, like more of a group conversation, right? And distance yourself. <laughs> Simply distance yourself. If it's an ego fest, you don't have to join the event, right? You can attend one, maybe you want to attend the spiritual part of that event, right? Where maybe that's just, just the actual ceremonies happening and then you leave, right? Because of, let's say you want to go because, it, you know, and in, 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 in it says that you don't, you shouldn't, you know, cut down, t- cut ties with your kin, right? With your family. But if they are toxic, if they are dissension makers, if they promote com- competitiveness, right, and jealousy, then you can distance yourself. You can set boundaries, reminding yourself of how God sets boundaries with us, right? He clearly states what's right and what's wrong, right? And just because they're your family doesn't give them the right to just treat you horribly or treat your, fa- your immediate family members horribly, right? Um, moving on another solution is that when you see the exclusion right stop it right away stop it right away don't second guess yourself bring it up because what ends up happening is like i had mentioned particular ants in that family dynamic will try to exclude you and then pass it down to their own children where they start excluding you right and what happens is they don't understand the detrimental effect it has on a child Especially when they start this, when the, ch- the ch- you know, family members are so young, right? Rejection and neglect. Could you just imagine how that child feels, right? Where there's like a group of cousins like teaming up and excluding this one cousin, right? Like how do you think that makes that child feel, right? It, it's just, it, it's, it's horrible. And this occurs. And then this child has like long-term mental health problems, Right? And they continue doing this in, in very manipulative ways, even as you're an adult, right? So being very familiar with these dynamics and call it out. Like, no, don't exclude people. Exclude and, and then show the research, right? Don't do that. And then, and then distance yourself from these people. You don't need them in your life. You really don't. Because you, what's your priority is your mental health and your peace, right? 
So just reminding yourself of that as well. And call out those ant bullies, right? Call them out. They, they, bullies doesn't just bullies don't just happen, um, aren't just in schools, right? They exist in families as well, right? And being and, and being aware enough to protect your children and stop this dysfunctional cycle from repeating itself in future generations, right? Correct your children when they're doing it. Correct the aunts and uncles. Correct, correct it. Like you don't you don't have to play this little game, right? This little catty game I call it. Right? Destructive game. Right? Again, what are the what is the destruction? The exclusion, the competitiveness, the favoritism. Right? It's so toxic and a lot of a lot of us know a lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And again, you don't have to make that part of your reality anymore. You don't have to let these dysfunctional dynamics continue from families to you know from generations to generations to generation. Right? Where they make you feel like you're less than you go to a family event like a wedding and then they make you feel less than. You shouldn't come you shouldn't be coming back to an event from an event feeling less than. And if you are, then you have to reevaluate how much of that you're going to allow in your life. I really hope this was helpful. And if you are someone who faced this, who's was on the other end of that exclusion and rejection and you know where there was little cliques who excluded you. I am so sorry you had to go through that. But know that that's it's not it's it's not a reflection of you it's a reflection of them and no it's not normal right it's not normal it's dysfunctional i'm validating you it's dysfunctional Alrighty, guys i hope this was helpful i'll see you soon bye hi guys this is dr Frajana. i hope you guys are doing well today i'm going to be talking about teen drug abuse and the parents getting physically and emotionally abused Again, teen drug abuse and the parents getting physically and emotionally abused. I'm going to break this down a little bit to simplify it and then share some strategies for you to get help if you are struggling with this or if you know someone that is struggling with this. So number one, what does the teen do to mani- manipulate you, right? How, how does it all start, right? So one situation, one, one thing that occurs is they blame you. They blame you for everything that wrong that has occurred in their life, right? Just know that. That's going to exist, okay? Now, here, you have to either decide you're going to internalize this or you're going to be objective and understand that you did the best you can, okay? Another, uh, next, next. Why won't you get help, right? Sometimes many of us don't get help because of society, because of the shame involved. We feel like we're a failure as a parent right? We have some codependency struggles. But I want you to realize that you don't have to live in this doom and gloom, right? Life is too precious to live in in toxicity. You worked hard. You did all the right things and you don't have to suffer, right? Next, what are the long-term effects? What long-term effects will will it have on you if you continue to let your child who's on the influence of drugs or alcohol hit you, right, and abuse you emotionally. Like, what will happen to you? Well, let me tell you. Some of the things that may happen is you you may develop PTSD. You may struggle with depression long-term. You might struggle with financial imbalance, right? You may start feeling numb because you're internalizing this behavior and it's 
and you're allowing it, right? And it never just starts with one time, right? It becomes repetitive, right? It starts slow. It's like, oh, you did, you, because of you, I left school and I, you know, changed my major because of you, this, because of you, that, right? And, and then it continues. Okay. So who else will it affect if you allow this type of behavior to continue in your family, right? It will affect the other children in your family, right? You're, you are, if you allow this, if you enable, right? Enable means when you allow behaviors that you normally wouldn't for, due to guilt or whatever reason, codependent tendencies, whatever reason. It's going to affect everybody in the family. It's going to affect your marriage. It's going to affect your relationship with the other children in your family. It's going to affect your relationship with yourself, right? Because you're going to stop. You're going to just develop low self-esteem, Right? that's what abuse has on you, right? The fact that it has on you, right? You're going to, there might be long-term PTSD for the entire family, hypervigilance, trust issues. Okay, so how do you get help? A lot of us in these types of situations, we call the police, right? When, you know, the teen is, starts hitting the father, right? And you see that it's, it's, it's becoming too much. But then when the police come, you just say nothing really happened. You just say, oh, it was just a domestic issue. We solved it, right? And you never follow through. And calling the police isn't enough, like I said, right? You can't do, you can't get half, half, I'm going to be, I'm just going to say half a help. You can't, you can't. With this type of situation, you have to have a concrete plan. You have to have an extreme concrete plan, right? So what is your concrete plan? Okay, for the the teen who's, suffer, who's, who's you know, struggling with the drug abuse, right? You want to, you know, put them, get them detoxed, depending on what drug they used. Uh, inpatient help, outpatient, psychiatrist, mental health evaluation, psychologist, right? There's support groups, right? Um, AA for yourself, right? And spouse, you need to get individual therapy for enabling behavior, codependency, boundary setting, Right? Uh, the stigma related to get to whatever what's happening, depending on you know, especially if you're from particular cultures, you want to engage in family therapy. There's family therapy for now for here that exists for you know if your child is suffering from conduct disorder or oppositional defiant disorder, right? Drug use. You there's help out there, right? Then there's Al-Anon. Um, that's help for the family members. That's that's you. That's you who I'm talking to right? That's getting abused, right? So again, extremely important for you to get the help. I'm telling you right now, it is not okay for your child to hate you. It is not okay for your child to emotionally abuse you. It is not okay for your child to hit your, your husband. And a lot of and this is prevalent. It's happening. Currently, still happening. Here in America, it's happening and the dysfunction continues. As soon as your child hits you, get help. Again, not half a help where you just call the police and then you just pacify the situation and then you let it go, right? And then again, it happens. You have to remember that drug use, right? That's, there's a chemical involved. 
And just, you know, waiting it out and not getting the right help is not going to work. Long term, it's not going to work. You might have some, it's like the cycle of violence, right? There's the honeymoon period, right? And then there's like the tension building and then it builds and then there's that big event. It's the same, the same process, right? When there's abuse of any type, right? Be it involved with anger, due to anger or drug abuse or whatever, it's a buildup, right? It's like, the, that's why it's called a cycle of violence. So families, please, please don't choose not to live like this. Please get, get help. Remember, when you get help, society thrives. When you get help, you're helping the other person, that innocent child, right? So again, refuse to be hit by your child. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's going to ruin your life. It's going to ruin your family's life. It's going to ruin that child's life, that teen's life. You have a responsibility, okay? You don't, don't do half job, a half job where you call the police and then that's it. Or then you take the, 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 the child to a psychiatrist and that's it. It's, it's, it's a whole process. And I listed that entire, all the steps to you. So please, please have a concrete plan to get your child the help that they need. Okay, I am here for you. You, you I know you can do this. You've, 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 accompl- you've conquered many other struggles in your life and you know that. You worked hard to have a peaceful life. You didn't work hard to suffer and continually suffer for the rest of your life. Change that mindset. This isn't like a soap opera. Get out of that soap opera mindset and be proactive in getting your family the help that they need. Do not allow anyone to hit you, ever. No family member hits you, especially your child. All right, my loves, take care. Hi guys, this is Dr. Frajana. Hope you guys are doing well. Today I wanna talk about calling out dysfunction identifying it and calling it out, particularly in families, particularly in family dynamics, right? How many of us have experienced dysfunction in the form of favoritism, jealousy, competitive behavior, territorial behavior, and our feelings weren't validated, right? And our feelings weren't validated by other family members. Right? It was just, oh, you're, it's just you. You take everything too seriously. You, you heard comments like, uh, you have a problem with everyone. Right? Raise your hand if you've ever felt like that. Or, or just, 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 you know, connect. Right? Where you, you're feeling a certain way. You're feeling toxic behavior. But everybody else is, normal, is normalizing it. Well, I'm here to tell you that... Your feelings do matter. I am validating you by saying, you know what? It did really happen, right? Because when you grow up in families like this, you start doubting yourself, right? Or certain particular cultures, right? Like the negative aspects of the culture that reinforces and normalizes this type of behavior. Oh, it's okay. They didn't mean it like that. No, they did mean it like that. (laughs) They did mean it like that, right? And you as the next generation need to stop this dysfunctional behavior. 
You need to speak up and call it out. Because guess what? It's going to pass down to your children. And then your children are going to pass it down to the following generation. Toxicity needs to be identified (laughs) and corrected. Okay? Stop normalizing it. And then you wonder why the second generation, third generations are, you know, having issues, struggles with religiosity, having struggles with drug and alcohol, right? They're not connected to the family because of this, because for some reason, dysfunction is allowed by older adults in the family because no one, no one can correct them for some reason. Why not? It doesn't matter if you're an older adult in the family. Mother-in-laws are doing this, right? Uh, mother-in-laws of your, you know, your, the brother. Just, it, it's, just, it's just this toxicity spread. And it's been going on for, for years and generations, but no one seems to correct it because it's subtle, right? It's subtle, right? Where cousins are pinned against cousins at a very young age. And it continues, right? Certain weird dynamics and favoritism at weddings. All of this has to be corrected. You're, you're feeling a certain way because it, is, it exists. It exists. You have to trust yourself and stop doubting yourself. If you feel a certain way and people are treating you in a neglectful way, right? Where they're making you feel invisible, neglected, right? They're promoting competitive behavior amongst the family members. Those, that's, all, that's all under the umbrella of dysfunction and toxic behavior, okay? So believe, I know what it is and identify it and speak up. I don't know why we, we let, I'm just saying, like, think about it. And that, that's not only, there's a bigger, le- there's a bigger level too, where, where you speak up and talk about someone in the family sexually abusing you. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that, that's not what happened. Oh, just don't talk about it. No, talk about it. Talk about it. So there's, there, there's level one, and then there's level five, where Boundaries are crossed on, so, crossed on so many levels. And we need to stop that. We need to stop that. You as this generation needs to stop this type of behavior from continuing on. I don't care who you are. An uncle, a mother-in-law, a mother, a father, whatever authority role that you might have. If you are engaging in toxic behavior and dysfunctional behavior, it needs to be called out and addressed. And if they continue to behave this way, guess what, guys? You do not have to have relationships with them. You can keep your distance for your sanity, your family's sanity, for your sanity, your family's, your current family, your immediate family's livelihood. I'm telling you that right now. If you've addressed it, you've gotten help, and they're continuing to behave this way, you do not have to have a close relationship with them. You can keep it very, very cordial. And that's it. We need to stop this because a lot of our kids are disconnecting. A lot of our kids are finding their peace and their happiness with their friends, right? Disconnecting because of this toxicity that's been going on for generations, right? And nobody's talking about it. We're praying, but then we're 
gossiping. We're praying, but we're pinning family members against each other. I'm sorry. And then you wonder why our kids are just leaving the culture. They're leaving the religiosity. They're, some, some of them are making bad choices, finding other ways to self-soothe themselves. Oh, just don't, please don't just think it's just a societal uh, gap or a generational gap. Don't just, just chalk it up to that because it's more than that. Before you just chalk it up to the societal and uh, generational gap or influences, please reflect on the negative cultural nonsense that keeps just keeps passing down from generation to generation and no it's not okay no it's not okay so you have a responsibility the current generation to speak up i don't care who it is i don't care how old that person is if they are engaging in toxic dysfunctional behavior please promise me that that you guys will stop it Right? You guys will say, no, unacceptable. Absolutely not. My children will not be exposed to this. My children will not be allowed to learn this type of behavior. They will not be allowed to be excluded. They will not be allowed to feel that favoritism amongst family members because that's not how family should be. That should not how, that's not how family should be. You shouldn't feel less than when you're around your family. You should not. Absolutely not. All right, guys. I hope this is helpful and helps validate a lot of people who've been in these experiences and these types of family dynamics. I don't care how old they are. Do not make excuses for older adults anymore. Do not make excuses for anybody that's behavior in to- that's engaging in toxic and dysfunctional behavior because dysfunction spreads like wildfire. Okay? And you know what stops it? Speaking up. All right, guys, take care.